Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Christelle Stacy, a business strategist, on with us. Christelle is going to share all about taking daring risks in your businesses to really level up and move yourself into the next space that you want to be in. We met Christelle at Hybrid where she was doing a keynote speech and asked the audience to take a risk. So we decided to step up and ask her to be on the podcast. And we can't wait for you to listen to this interview, hear all about how her excellent business strategy skills have transformed not only her wedding business, but led to other business opportunities and life opportunities. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner. And we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Christelle Stacy, a business strategist, here with us. We can't wait to hear from you all about daring to take leaps and risks in your business. Thanks so much for being on with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to dive deeper with you guys. So before we get started, Christelle, we'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself as a person, and then we'll dive into the business world. Yeah, definitely. I am a mom, so I have a five-year-old daughter. And I have a wonderful husband. I'm in San Diego, California. That's where I'm based out of. And I grew up here in San Diego and absolutely love it. Love the connections here. And yeah, that's a little bit about my personal life. Love it. So tell us a little bit about your journey. I know you started off as a wedding creative and now you're a business strategist. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, definitely. So I started out as a wedding planner back in 2008. My friend asked me to plan her wedding. I was like, okay, yeah, I'd love to help you come alongside you. I'll plan your wedding. It'll be fun. Did that wedding and got a couple more just through word of mouth. So my first year I had four weddings and that was fabulous and that felt right. And I was also working at FIDM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising as their head event planner. So I was doing events on that side of things and then had a couple of weddings. The next year I had booked 40 weddings. Wow. And so I went from four to 40 in one year and I was like, whoa, okay, I think this is a full-time job that I need to really look into. And I ended up calling my mom and saying, I'm going to quit today. And she's like, don't quit. What are you doing? You're walking away from security. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, because I, I feel like I really am led in this other direction and I have 40 weddings. And so I decided I'm quitting today. I went and quit and I went and found my office that day as well in Little Italy, San Diego, and decided I'm going to get this office. And so the business grew pretty quickly. From there on out for the next, I would say, five years, we did 40 to 50 weddings a year, which if you count up weekends, you're like, wait, there's only 52 weekends. <laughs> out of that, yes, I devoted an hour of every day to weddings, basically, and definitely every weekend, almost every weekend. And the business kind of flourished and took off. And then I realized, okay, I need to start hiring and bringing on staff and and so we started bringing on coordinators and that was a changing point for me of being a small business owner to being a strategist and realizing if I can take a step back from my business and look at it as a business strategist and realize, okay, what could I be doing to scale and grow my business? And what does that look like? That's when things really started to shift into place. So I started hiring out coordinators and really delegating a lot more and others in the industry are watching this happen and watching 
the business blow up. And they're like, how do you do this? So then others started asking me about how I was running this business and how I was taking care of all of these weddings and events. And so as I started to share with them, I realized, wait a minute, I should be uh, paid for this information. It probably took me like two or three years to be like, oh yeah, I could probably charge for this. And so that's when I started to go into the business strategy for other businesses. And that kind of took off from there. And I decided, you know, what? I'm going to write a book. So I have all, everything explained in one place. So I wrote the book, She Minds Her Own Business, which is about running a business as an entrepreneur, a small business as an entrepreneur and as a woman and what that looks like. And so once I did that, then obviously that kind of took off even more into another realm of like, okay, business strategy and advice and courses and classes. And so went into that realm of things, which has been incredible. And then I realized what people really need, because I can tell them till I'm blue in the face exactly what they need to do. They need it done for them. And so that's why we developed the agency, which is the last piece um, of where we're at now, voila, strategies, because I realized that, hey, I can give them all of this advice, but then they need to have time to go and do this. And a lot of people don't have that time to go do this because they're working in their business. So if someone can do it for them, why not? So those are all the pieces and the journey of how I got to where I am today. I love it. So I know you just talked about your new venture, but can you give us a little background on just how many businesses you're currently running and I've started and because we feel like you do so much. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. So I have Couture Events, which is our wedding uh, planning business, wedding and event planning coordination and design. I have the my personal brand, Christelle Stacy, which is like my speaking and my online courses and instruction strategy. And then I also have Voila Strategies and Voila is the newest, my newest baby, I would say. And it is the agency side of things. So we're doing marketing, branding, content creation, and some, a little bit of PR in there as well. Love that. So can you tell us a little bit more about Voila, basically how you thought about it, how you are implementing this and helping other businesses grow? Yeah, definitely. So it comes from the strategy side of, okay, if we're going to strategize with them, and then if we're going to do, we can do this for them. So on the side of, okay, what is the absolute best way to give them exactly what they need in a nice, pretty little package? Like I want it tied up in a pretty little bow and delivered to my inbox. As an entrepreneur myself, I've created a service that I would want. Something that is easy and something that feels right. And, and it's going to be the best way to go about things. So I have created an agency of other small business owners that have become our consultants. And really, we all come together in meetings and decide, okay, what is best for this client moving forward? What do we think the best approach is? And then we go after and execute on their behalf. Love it. And so I know we we met you at Hybrid when you spoke and we're very inspired by, you know, really just calling people to take action. And so I love how your businesses kind of merge those two things of figuring out the action and, and taking the, you know, encouraging them to take the action. What big leaps and risks have you taken in your business and how have these transformed your businesses? You guys, I have taken big leaps <laughs> and some of them have been successful and some of them I have fallen flat on my face. And I love your honesty with that. Yeah. And through all of them, I have learned, right? And so that's a place where I encourage others and can inspire other entrepreneurs is like, hey, whether you do succeed and you make it across and this giant leap or whether you fall on your face, it's worth doing and it's worth going after and it's worth looking at. 
And I think that for myself, I have, there's a couple of other businesses that I don't currently have because it was a fall on my face moment of like, okay, this didn't work out. So I, while I've had a lot of success and a lot of wonderful things that we've talked about, I've also had some downfalls. So I opened a bridal boutique in 2015, wedding gowns, dresses, and I just thought, okay, I'm going to bring in the top designers. I'm going to bring Vera Wang to San Diego. Well, little did I know that brides want to go and have the New York experience. They want to go to Beverly Hills and have the Beverly Hills experience. And this isn't the market for that. And so I've I've taken those leaps and fallen along the way. So my greatest advice would be if you're going to take a leap in your business to look at, okay, what what's the cost and worth of this? the pros and cons of this and making out that list and saying, okay, if I do fall on my face, what's the very worst thing that can happen? I'll be working at Starbucks. Okay. I guess I can handle that, you know, or Hey, it would be detrimental to my life and I would lose my home. Well, then maybe that's not the leap to take, you know, things of that sort. So, but I would say if you aren't going to lose your house and you are going to kind of end up in the same position that you are now, do it. Take the lead. Take the jump. Go after the big dreams. I, when we met, I had just gone after a really big dream and had been kind of working with a network and talking with them in talks with them about having a show. And that was a huge part of my journey and still continually is. When we got through that portion, and I'll, I'll just say it, when we were at the conference, I was in talks with Magnolia Network. And it was such a spectacular leap of like, I am jumping on a plane right now. I'm going to meet with them. I did not have a meeting with the network. And I, <laughs> I just decided this is what's going to happen. And I flew out to Texas and it was a giant leap of taking that leap of like, okay, I'm going to get a meeting. And I did get a meeting and that meeting happened and it was wonderful. And we storyboarded out the show that I was hoping to have for two weeks. And at the five-week mark, I got a call back and they said, hey, we absolutely love everything about this. We loved your show. We love you. But we have decided to go with a more established talent. And I was like, okay, well, I know that you guys have less established people on the shows. They're like, yeah, they're friends with Chip and Joe. So either you become friends with Chip and Joe or you you have this established, you know, established following was basically what they were saying. So they want more eyes on the network. And so it's like, okay, so, you know, at that point, you have to get really honest and say, okay, am I banging my head against a wall? Is this not an opportunity for me? Or is this something that I can move forward with? And this is just wrong timing or I need to work harder at. And so then you ask the hard questions, right? So after you like fall, you're like, okay, so then what's next? And so then asking the hard questions of like, is this a real possibility for me or is this not? And in asking those questions, we realized it is a real possibility. They said, we, we love you as a talent. You need to grow your following, basically. And I'm like, okay, well, that's what every entrepreneur is trying to do. Yeah. You know, like, sure, great. Okay. I guess I'd rather take option B and I want Chip and Joe's number and let's be friends with them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that realizing like, okay, then what's the strategy that goes behind that now? And working through those pieces is the next steps and figuring out what, what is possible, what's not possible is all part of it. And you're only going to find out if you try. Mm -hmm. I think that's like so inspiring. And I think the main thing with a lot of people is that fear of failing and that mindset. How have you been able to, you know, you fall down and you're like, I'm going on to the next thing? Because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs or creatives in general, like if something bad, then you can get in your head cycle, right? <laughs> and just cycles in town. And, and yeah. So what have you done in order to like get back up and kind of keep going? I think for me, I come from the mindset of that wasn't meant for me. 
Mm. That like I tried it and I did it and I went after it and that wasn't meant for me. And that's okay. Let's move forward. There are other things that are meant for me. And while I've had many failures, as I said, I've had much success. And in in the wedding planning world, I I became top of the game, right? And so working with with bachelor bachelorettes, the we did the wedding of the creator of The Real Housewives, we did his son's wedding and we've worked with Taylor Guitars, their daughters. We've um, done weddings in France. We've done weddings, you know, like these immaculate, spectacular things that I could have never even imagined possible. I didn't even want to become a wedding planner in the beginning. And that was meant for me, right? Like that happened and it was meant for me. And I pursued, once I started to get the dream and started to get like, okay, this is what I want. I went after it and that worked. So you get to a point of like, that was really successful. There's going to be other things that aren't, but hey, I know that there's things that are. So I have to keep moving forward. And instead of getting in your head, knowing like, okay, like for me, I, I'm a Christian. I have faith and I'm like, God has other plans for me. I have another direction and I have another place to go. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to go pursue it. And so I think it is that mindset of like getting back up and quickly, like, don't let it ruminate. Don't let that get you down. And I think for many, they let it get them down. And then as, as not only in their professional life, but also in their personal life. And that was something that I struggled with when I, when I lost the dress shop was like, okay, will my family trust me again? to go after these big dreams. Well, my husband say, yeah, let's spend the money. Let's go do it. Even though I, Hey, I just fell on my face, you know, but I think that that proving to yourself, no, like I have other ideas. I have other things that are worth it and I'm going to go after it and do it are, are huge. So I would say pick, pick yourself back up, put your big girl, girl panties on buttercup and start going, start moving. Yeah. I love that. And so you talked a little bit about, you know, climbing up to being top of the top in the wedding planning sphere. Can you talk a little bit about the leaps that got you there in that area of your businesses? Yeah, I think it was a moment of discovery for me was we were doing weddings, like I said, almost every weekend. And I worked out the hours, the time spent, and I was making as much as a Starbucks barista. And not that that's bad, like if you want to do that job, but I was spending all these hours, all this time. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm making less than that. And I, I, I've given, I've devoted my life to this, hold up. And so at that time, then I decided, okay, wait, back up. I need to either decide, hey, I'm going to go into the luxury market and do quality instead of quantity, or no, I'm going to go for the quantity and we're going to go all out in this direction. And for me, it was, no, the luxury market is where I'm meant to be. And we kind of moved into that through, through strategy, really taking a seat back and saying like, who do we, who is our ideal client? What is this person? And not just like, what is their persona? I think that's, that happens a lot nowadays where we're like, okay, imagine what, who she is. Imagine what she looks like. Where does she hang out? Where does she like, no, like, who is this person? Like, not even just like a persona of who this person is, but what actual clients do we want? Right. And so I'm like, I would love bachelor clients. I think that'd be really fun to plan bachelor weddings. I think that'd be a blast. And so then actually actively pursuing that, working out on the back end, how do I meet them? How do I get to a point where this makes sense for them and for us? And for us, it happened. We had a few events that we did outside of weddings first. And then it was, okay, moving into this luxury market of weddings was a lot easier because we had worked with clients on the other side, Kate Spade and Kendra Scott and like brand clients, then we were able to take that and use it in the wedding world as well. And now we're using it vice versa. So now we're taking what we've, where we've gotten to in the wedding world and we're using it on the brand side too. So 
kind of like blending and meshing all of the experiences that you have, I, I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's super beneficial to know that you're going to have different passions and you're going to have different things that you pursue and all of those can be used to grow your business. Introducing our sponsor, your film processing experts, Photovision. Photovision has been a family-owned business since 1968, and we both use them as our film lab for personal and professional work. PV has been a part of my film journey since 2015 when I started shooting film. I love how personable and knowledgeable their team is. When I get my film scans back, it's like Christmas Day. They've helped me grow as a film photographer, assisted me in comparing scanners, and include helpful tools such as exposure reference sheets with scans so I can tell what adjustments I should make in camera next time. Yes, since I've started shooting film, I've turned to their educational Instagram and blog to learn more film tricks and love that they're always available to answer questions. Lately, I've been loving their new offering, Everyday 35mm Film Scanning, which includes proof prints. I've been sending in a lot of personal work, and getting the film uh, prints in the mail of my little is just so fun to have a tangible representation. Everything about working with Photovision is seamless, from submitting our orders online, getting scans in an easy-to-use platform. You always have the scans on your phone. So nice. And even ordering film. Yes. And as longtime Photovision clients, we cannot recommend using their lab more. And they've been so generous to offer our listeners one free roll of their signature process and scans using the code DAREDEVELOP, all caps. Make sure to check the show notes for more information. And so when you were doing the events, is that where you found these clients? Like you're like, I want like the bachelor clients, which we know that you're, you're working with some fun bachelor contestants. So we can't wait to see that wedding. But just is that where you're like, this is where I'm going to find these people I'm looking for. These are where my clients are at. I knew, okay, this is where our clients are at. These are the PR companies that these clients are working with. And so let me come alongside and partner with these PR companies. And hey, do they have any events that we can help them with? Is there anything that we can do for them with them to then have access to these clients? And we worked with a PR company and we ended up getting Becca Tilly. I don't know if you remember her. She's yeah, was a bachelorette. We ended up doing her blog launch at the Bachelor Mansion. So we did a blog launch for her and a like the venue being the Bachelor Mansion was huge and getting those photos and getting that, getting that caliber of a client. And then we were able to take that and use it when we did have the opportunity to meet. So I met Dylan at a bridal show. And when I met him, I said, oh, I've actually worked with Becca. And he was like, oh, weird. And so we started chatting about that. And that's how um, we ended up getting that client. So it was actually by chance that we ended up getting Dylan and Hannah as our client. but. Becca Tilly was pretty planned and it wasn't, we weren't sure it was going to be Becca, but we knew it was going to be a bachelor, bachelorette person because we were working with their PR companies, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So smart. And that's where the strategy comes in, right? Strategizing who knows who and what rooms to put yourself in. So you have the access. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. I love that. So you know, we, we talked a little bit about the dress shop and, you know, your family trusting you. And so one of the questions we wanted to ask was, how have these big leaps in your business affected life outside of business? You know, whether that's leaps you've taken in your personal life or just what the business leaps, how they've affected or changed your personal life too. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I've given you an example of the failure and then what comes with that. An example of the success is from the weddings that we've done. You know, my husband and I, we, we have a um, two-income household. And so we were able to s- save his income and then spend my income 
on buying a new house, on buying our home. And so there's also success that comes with that outside of like, yeah, you're going to have the failure, but then outside of work, you're also going to have the success of like, okay, now I have this investment, this little egg that I can invest somewhere else. And so taking that and investing it in a way that is smart and that is wise, I think is huge. And so, yes, so business has had negative effects on my life and on my mindset. And then it's also had some super positive effects and helped us in many ways moving, moving forward. Love it. Love it. And so what do you see entrepreneurs and creatives, like the mistakes they're making when it comes to taking risks or trying to move forward in their business? Yeah, I would say a lot of entrepreneurs are throwing spaghetti against the wall and trying to make it work. Like, let's just see what happens if I do this. Let's just see what happens instead of taking a step back and saying, what do I actually want and how am I going to get there? I think so many times they're just like, well, I'd love to do this. I'd love to be able to you know, to have access to this, or I'd love to be a luxury in the luxury market. And they're trying to get themselves there, but something's missing and they keep falling and failing. And so it's coming from a place of like, okay, instead of just throwing that spaghetti against the wall, step back and say, where would this spaghetti best stick? Like, where should I be throwing this? And how should I be throwing this? And what is the way? And like thinking through that process on the front end before you throw that spaghetti, right? Like I still say, throw the spaghetti, you're gonna do it anyway. But what's the best way to do this, to make it stick to the wall? And in the same way, how can you make sure that you have a shot at this? And I think it's really taking taking those steps and setting up systems and processes in your business and setting up a way that you set up your goals that makes sense on the back end. I love that. I, I think there's so many of us that walk into a creative entrepreneur job because we like the creative part. and um, don't have a strategy at first, like you said, just throw a spaghetti. But, you know, we're several years in and and realizing like, oh, shoot, we should probably have a strategy. <laughs> like at this point, if we want to, you know, like you you get kind of dub lucky at the beginning, I think, for some of us. And you're like, oh, why well, now I need to be a lot more strategic in getting whether that's from mid-level to luxury or something like that. So like what starting points would you recommend? I say start at the end. So start with the end goal in mind. Like what is your end game? And then reverse engineer it. So what do you most want to get out of your business or out of your life or out of like, we? I, I like to ask the big questions. Like what is your purpose in life? Why are you here? What are you doing with your life? And is it going to be fulfilling at the end of it, right? And you might come to a point where you're like, you know what? I, I thought that this is like what I wanted to do because I kind of fell into it and I'm just kind of searching after this. But when I look at my life and at the end of it, if this is all I've done, then I'm not really happy with it. Well, then like, then stop. <laughs> let, right. let restart. So I say you have to look at the end game first. Start with the end goal in mind. And you can decide if that's a five-year goal or a 10-year goal and then reverse engineer it. And so that's where you start is actually at the end. I love that. I think sometimes we get stuck in the mindset that we are stuck, you know, that we're yeah. and we're rooted somewhere. But the beauty of a creative entrepreneurial business is that you're not. You can change. You can choose to try something else. Well, thank you so much, Christelle, for sharing all about taking risks and daring um, to make big moves in your businesses. If it's all right, we'd love to move into a time of fast facts for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Let's do it. All right. Let's kick it off with what is your favorite tool to use in your business? Ooh, my favorite tool is probably Flowdesk. I love it so much. 
I feel like aesthetically, it's so pleasing. It's so easy to create and then reach out to clients with. And I just love it. I would say when I send out an email, I usually get like five responses immediately. And that lets me know that like, hey, I'm getting straight to someone's inbox rather than once again, throwing out something that might not, may or may not reach them. Yeah, I love it. What is your favorite post-wedding snack? Ooh. I am a big, I love chocolate covered gummy bears. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had a chocolate covered gummy bear. <laughs> not. You need to get on that. Okay. Uh, dark chocolate covered gummy bears, so good. And my local candy store, it carries them. And so I like stock up. And then when I get home, I have my little deliciousness. <laughs> I like think about the wedding and all the things that happened throughout the day. And I processing, I can have some something delicious and juicy. Love it. And do you have music that gets you pumped up for a wedding day or for a strategic session? You know, I am a big T-Swift fan. I know some people, I know there's like a love-hate relationship there. Some people are like 100% in, some people are 100% out. I am like in and it gets me pumped and it gets me excited. And I love me some T-Swift. I know. What is your favorite thing to do outside of all your businesses? Outside of my businesses, I am a painter. I love to paint. I love watercolor. I am a big beach girl and I live on an island. It's called Coronado Island. So I live on a little island. And so visiting the beach is what we do almost every weekend as a family if I don't have a wedding. So I would say, yeah, getting outside to the beach and painting. Love it. And what is the best education you've learned from over the years? Ooh, so good. Okay. I had a business coach and he was super honest to the point of like hurting my feelings but it was so beneficial and so good for me to have someone who didn't sugarcoat and try and please me they were just super honest and so I would say if you can find someone who's going to educate you on the the back end of the industry and will be super honest with you instead of just appeasing you or making you feel good about yourself that's the way to go Mm -hmm. How, how did you find your business coach I actually found him at Engage. So yeah, the Engage conference, he was speaking at it. And afterwards, I just said, hey, you know, I really loved hearing from you. And we started talking in more detail and found out he was doing accepting some one-on-one coaching. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. So jumped in and it was a year-long coaching experience. And I would say six months probably should have been like a cutoff. (laughs) (laughs) actually, to be honest, because I think after a year, things start to get repetitive. And he was like, well, what do you want to talk about today? I'm like, well, what do you have to teach me? Right? Like, (laughs) which way is it going to go? And I, but I think that like, yeah, so I would say hire a business coach, but do a shorter amount of time. And you can always add on later if you want to like get more information or find something else out. But I think that for me, like a six month business coach experience with someone who's super honest with you is going to be really beneficial. Awesome. And what is one dairy leap you've taken in your business? Oh, call us Manny. What else? I, I would say writing a writing a book was a pretty daring leap for me because growing up I had dyslexia. I was not considered the smartest girl at school, right? I was like on ASB and student body president. And like, I loved that side, the social side of things. But the side of like, like sitting down and writing a book or writing a novel was like not something that was on my list. But I would say it was a huge leap. It's something that has really turned out to be 
a game changer for me. So I would say like consider the things that you wouldn't have considered before and and then and then do them and see what happens. It's a risk, but it's it's worth it, I think. Love it. And what is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? Who? I okay, so I actually had to sit down with this and decide and like niche down in a sense of like, hey, I'm a business strategist. I'm really good at things in business, but what am I best at? What is like the one thing that I'm like, ooh, this is so good. And for me, it's visuals. I'm really good at making things look really pretty. And so I would say the visual side of business, anything having to do with aesthetics, prettiness, I'm I'm real good at that. Love it. And where can our listeners find you online and your many businesses? Yeah. So the hub is Christelle Stacy. So it's just on Instagram at Christelle, K-R-Y-S-T-E-L, Stacy. And from there, you can go and visit all of the different businesses. Wonderful. And then do you have any special offers uh, for our listeners today? Yes, definitely. I have prepared a sweet little, we call it the sweet 16 of business. And it's a PDF And you guys can do a self-assessment on what areas of your business you need to focus on now to really move the needle and push you forward. So I would definitely say go check that out and I will give the link to you guys. You can link it hopefully below. Yes, we will put that in the show notes and our blog posts. So in closing, Christelle, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after listening to your episode? Move, take action, do it today, do it now. Don't wait and don't think that... There's going to opportunity is going to present itself, create the opportunity you create it. Right. So I would say go after that. Do it. I dare you to act on one goal today. Get it done. Do it now. Yes. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Christelle. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I loved being here. I really appreciate you guys. And it was so wonderful to meet you at Hybrid and um, excited to see how this relationship continues in the future. Us too. Christelle gave so many good tips on how to move into the next space that you want to be in. And I really loved her analogy of how a lot of us as business owners just throw spaghetti at the wall and hope something sticks. But it's really up to us to do the back end work and the strategy work to figure out where we should be throwing that spaghetti. So we're not wasting our time and efforts. Yes. And I think it's so inspiring for her to just talk about not only is she taking these risks, but she's also failed and she's taking ownership of these failures and understanding and she's learning from them and continuing on and she's better because of them and that she even took them in the first place. So I think it's just great for us to realize that we shouldn't have this fear. We can fail. It's okay. We're going to move that needle. Yes. And nothing inspires me more than someone telling me to just go do something. So please take her dare. Go move on an action on a goal you have today. The time is now and we will catch you next time on Dare to Develop. Don't forget to use our code DARE to DEVELOP, all caps, for one free roll of PV signature process and scans and access PhotoVision's full library of photography tips at photovisionprints.com. Thanks so much for joining us today on DARE to DEVELOP. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at DARE to DEVELOP. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.